0: requests episode 53 baby we're back welcome to the show we're back can you hear me yeah i can hear Am I you on yeah you're on man this is the is my whole voice. world this is it the whole world can hear you how you doing mike i'm doing all right i'm uh glad we had a little time to play some music there because i was i needed you know how they say music sues the savage beast haven't heard that till now. Is that what they say? That's what you said. I think that's something they say out there, but I, I needed it. I had a, I had a bad retail experience this morning, Ooh. and just, uh, not not particularly uh, eventful. Sure. I just had to go to a store, and I do I do poorly in those places.
1: Yeah, I've seen you in a grocery store. This You're was like, almost worse. Wh- where's the where's the uh, where's the brown sugar? I can't find it. This place is. Uh, I'm conspiring against me. I'm Mike Adams. I don't know how to shop for myself in this right. store. All right. That's, ha- a, that's all you at right. a grocery you got two store. Hours,
0: you got two hours by yourself here. I'm out. No. You have fun. No. Have fun doing this. Come on.
1: Hey, Mike. We forgot to back announce the music for the last two shows, <laughs> so let's do that now. The last two shows? Yeah. No, let's at least back announce the music from this
0: show. Okay. I listen. I listen. I listen. Yeah, I'm not everyone can just go floating through a day without a care in the world, but doing nothing but reading the back of packages all day long. Not everybody can do that. All right? Sitting around on eBay, googling <laughs> products from 1970s, <laughs> let alone products from the year 2019. Oh, uh, you know they brought back the old 80s Cheetos bag logo. Thank God. I almost bought a bag. I've never
1: I haven't bought Cheetos in my life. I almost bought a bag of Cheetos because they brought back the old logo. You know what's what wrong makes with me? you? You're a sucker. A sucker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but
0: uh, I didn't. Well, then you're not a sucker. What'd we hear? Uh, I played Solitary by Volmer to kick off the show.
1: Living legend. Local living legend. That's right.
0: Local living legend.
1: Vollmer. Well, then we heard in the wee small hours of the morning, which is where we are right now. It's one. It's 1.15 a.m. all over the world, Sunday night. You're listening here on WFHB. You could be listening to this as a podcast forum, but even then, it's 1.15 a.m. Uh-huh, no matter what. That was in the We Small Hours of the Morning Live, at the Village Vanguard by Bill Frizzell and Thomas Morgan.
0: Then we heard Ruby's Wishes by Unwed Sailor.
1: An old-time classic.
0: Also recorded right here in Bloomington.
1: Is the phone ringing? I don't know. We got a guest, Mike. I booked a guest. Yeah. That's right.
0: I don't know if the phone's ringing or not. No. doesn't appear to be.
1: Oh, I'm not connected. Oh, no. I put in... Oh. I did not I did not plug in.
0: Something's that gone wrong. wrong. Something has yeah. gone really wrong. I didn't
1: plug in. Oh, our guest is on the line. <laughs> Hello, Brett, are you there?
0: No. Something's Oh, no. Something's what bad. have I done? Oh, no. Something's bad.
1: Okay. So this is plugged... Uh. <laughs> I did plug in this. That's good. Okay. It's...
0: I don't know what. You... Okay, I can there hear it is. ringing now.
1: There it is. Oh gosh. That was a that was a wreck. Hello, Brett. Are you there? Hey, how's it going? Brett, welcome to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike.
2: Hey, great to be here.
1: Hey, I apologize. I just tried to call you. And I was like, why is Brett not coming through? Why is the phone not even ringing? It was because the audio cord was not plugged into the telephone. The charger was. And you were just there talking into nothing. So I'm sorry. But thanks for joining us. We're talking on the phone right now to living legend, Brett Davis. Hello. Hi, Brett. Hi. That's Mike. And this is Jared. How are you doing today?
2: uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm having a nice slow day.
0: So are we. I was. Jared's already... It, we've only been on the air for about five minutes, and Jared's already put me through the ringer just because I can't handle myself in a retail environment.
2: Well, you know, you got to work on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wait. All right. Well, Mike's
1: always like, it's the, the grocery store needs to change to meet my needs, but uh, I think maybe Mike, needs need to do a little soul searching and, you know... Work on, work on yourself. I need some retail
0: therapy. I need actual retail <laughs> therapy.
1: You mean you need to buy yourself some more clothing and, and jewelry? No, I need oh, a therapist. Oh, you need a therapist
0: to walk you through a grocery store. Exactly.
1: So what was your bad retail experience today?
0: I just went to a store and tried to buy something, and there were other people there trying to buy things, and it was... I don't want to get in the weeds, you, you know? You think
1: it's bad for you? Brett's in New York City. Yeah. What's it like shopping there?
2: Well, well, first, um, there's uh, lines out the door wherever you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, They're always people going to nudge it into you saying, Hey, we're walking here. Um, (laughs) And then, like, uh, birds come in and swoop the hot dogs I'm eating, even when I'm in the store. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty nuts environment, and I I don't see what you're complaining about. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, shopping in the Midwest is a little different than that. Yeah. You have to get behind a combine that's going five miles an hour down the road, and you have to be stuck behind it all the way to the store, which is like 15 miles away.
1: And the only stores I have here right now are Dollar Generals. Yeah. They're everywhere.
2: Oh, but they've got a great selection, so it could be worse. That's
1: true. Hey, you know what I just realized? Our our uh, Our last three guests have been East Coasters, East Coast Elites. Wow. So, you, Brett Davis, Uh um, uh, Izzy Jarvis, and uh, Perry Schell were our last Uh three guests. The three guests before that were all West Coast elites from California, Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Megan
0: Keister. uh, um, I have no idea. um, I forget. As soon as we hang up the phone, I forget who we've spoken to.
1: uh, Josh Autumn. And um, major entertainer, major entertainer, Mike H, three in a row hmm. from L.A., three in a row from out east. What are the other of odds? the
2: people of the people I know? You've named two of my favorite people.
0: Oh wow! Whoa! All right.
2: Yeah, and then the rest I I'm sure are great. Okay, and I'll need to catch up. Brett
0: yeah. Davis, and who's the other one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Megan and I love Harry. They oh, are wonderful yeah. uh, yeah. favorite people.
1: Megan. I saw on your show. Yes. The Wait, which show was that? The po- No. Was she on the podcast for Laundry?
2: She's she's done both. She's uh, done okay. the podcast for Laundry and the special.
1: That's why I was confused. You bring up two of your shows. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Just, it just yeah. naturally came up. Organic. That's great. Yeah. So, for the listener who may not realize, Brett Davis is a comedian, an award-winning comedian. One. Yeah, that's right, you won. <laughs> um, you won the Andy Kaufman Memorial Award. No, what's was the official title of the award?
2: Yeah, the Andy Kaufman Award.
1: Yeah, the Andy Kaufman Award. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank and you, you had, f- how many episodes did you produce of the special without Brett Davis?
2: Um, I, I believe the final count was about 170?
1: 170. 170. So yeah. A really impressive feat. A weekly, full-blown production. Week after week, every Wednesday night. It was a great show.
0: My well, intru- thank you. Brett, my introduction to you was actually as Mr. Smith when you did the Gethard show. The kind of like uh, the handoff episode, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And I... Uh, bought in. I bought in for a little while. I uh, I, I believed that you were angry.
2: <laughs> well, I mean that that part is is always true. Sure. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm always a, a sort of barely concealing a seething rage, <laughs> including right now. Yeah, I um, can tell. But. once yeah.
0: Jared starts going, it's. I feel the same way.
2: Right now, I'm holding a, a one of those stress reliever, uh, sort of like squishy toys. But my my nails have embedded deep within it.
0: I have a pocket stone on me. Well, okay. he does. He's pulling
1: it out right now. The stone. Does it does it have a a word engraved on it? Have you seen those?
0: No, this one's just for uh, worrying, a worrying, and stone. being angry.
2: Yeah. Well, there we go.
1: Yeah. There's a famous Terry Funk promo where he talks about a worrying stone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's when he takes out the piece of wood that he uh, that Jerry Lawler put into his eye, and he's like, "I'm gonna, you're gonna have this, and it's gonna be in your pocket, but not like a worrying sp- stone. It, I'm not gonna do it." But yeah, anyway, wow, yeah. Anyway, the special without Brett Davis, it's all you can go back and relive it on the net. Got, yeah. a great series. Um, the other thing we mentioned is your current podcast, the podcast for laundry. What's right. a podcast that you listen to exclusively while you're doing your laundry.
2: Yes. Uh, I, I felt that there's nothing more universal than doing your laundry. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, I wanted to take advantage of that audience, which is everyone. <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the ratings, pretty much everyone is tuning in, which is great.
1: <laughs> the ratings speak for themselves. Those are good numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, That's another one you've consistently done. You're up to how many episodes are there of the podcast for Laundry now?
2: Ooh, we've done about a hundred of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, and change. Um, it's it's a fun adventure. Uh, if if you want to start from the beginning, or if you want to just jump right in,
1: yeah. Um, speaking of uh, prison, my sister. I saw my sister last week, uh-huh. and she uh, is having a baby. Thanksgiving, whoa, and they're in like, prison. In prison, <laughs> no. But she was like, uh, "We are having a hard time deciding on a name. The only one that we like kind of agree on." Did I tell you this yet, Mike? No. The only one that we kind of agree on is Riker. Whoa, and we were like, hmm. "Like Riker's Island," and they're like, "Yeah, I guess so." But
2: so are they, they I Star might Trek fans? Is that no?
1: They just like heard. Like the way it sounded. <laughs> Wait, is Riker from Star Trek? Yeah. Oh well, I got a lot to learn. Yeah, you do.
2: He's the guy with the the beard that uh, was Patrick Stewart's uh, a second in command.
0: Oh okay. Anyway, I, s- I saw a meme featuring that guy yesterday. Wow. So, yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was a neat thing.
1: <laughs> anyway, I
2: the mean, they sh- if they don't know that, they should know because that'll be yeah. every third person's question.
0: Yeah. What
1: what are the what are the what are the cool new names this this season for, for babies? I
0: have a new nephew born last week. He's named Apollo. So it's a space theme name, is what it seems like. Apollo Roger. Yeah.
1: You know. Wait, did they just name him I...
0: Apollo or Apollo One? <laughs> well, I don't know what number he is, but
2: I've done a quick uh, Google of the 2019 most popular baby oh, names. Oh, thank you. You're curious. Yes, I am. Very. Um, we've got uh, Emma. Olivia and Ava, oh, for the for the girls awesome. and uh, Liam, Noah, and William for the boys.
0: Wow, Liam, Noah, what was the third one?
2: Uh, William.
0: William. Oh, man, I'm about to fall asleep just thinking about that list. Those aren't even cool. Yep, like, yeah, I bet the twenty 20- got some
1: Masons, I, some yeah, Logans. I want to I want to say <laughs> makes a good stuff. when you said Liam, I thought you were, and Noah, I thought you could say Liam and Noel. Oh, sure, like the Oasis Bros. Mm-hmm.
2: And some of the, the rising names uh, include Genesis, mm. Cairo, Jackson with Jackson. an X, Ton. Kylo, uh, Dior, Oakland with two N's. What? Wow. Ensley.
1: Yeah. Ensley.
0: I don't have a lot of room to talk when it comes to naming people. I've, <laughs> I've named a couple myself, but uh, I do love it. I love how uh, lately there's just no rules just right.
1: Oh,
2: I like that. All bets are off.
1: <laughs> Especially with spelling. Yeah. You just, yeah.
2: I've only named in my life a cat. I named it what Scott. Oh, that's pretty
0: Scott. good. That's good. good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, one time Jared and I worked in a warehouse together. That's true. And before Jared worked there, the guy who previously worked there was named John. And the people who worked upstairs thought it would be funny to give John a fake middle name, which was Preston so that any package that came to the warehouse said it was to John Preston so-and-so. And Uh, Mm -hmm. and then when Jared got John's job, they thought it'd be funny to keep that in place. So we started getting all these uh, packages to Jared Preston Cheek. Uh, And Jared did not find that funny because that's actually his name. And so he didn't bat an eye at it. (laughs) I forgot about that.
2: Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I loved that. (laughs) That's Did true. you know John, even?
1: Uh, not before working there, no.
2: It seems like a real weird uh, inside joke that was forced upon you. Yeah, but yeah. I guess it. Uh, I guess it didn't really matter in the long run. <laughs>
1: it turned out it was actually my middle name.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your middle name, Brett? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Huh? Right with the
2: hard-hitting questions yeah, already. I
0: just I um, want to get in here.
2: Uh, mine is Robert. Oh, nice. So I could be Brett Bob.
0: Brett Bob it's, is pretty good. Brett Bob.
2: It's pretty legal uh, ch- choice if, if I want to go by that, but uh, I haven't.
1: Who's the most famous Robert Davis or Bob Davis? It seems like a common Ooh. name, but I can't think of any. Yeah. Jim Davis I, I
0: think of.
2: But. Well, sure. Yeah, I don't know any Bob or Robert or, you know. Brett Davis is a common name. There's uh, an actor... In LA, who's on a Tyler Perry show, and he's like an underwear model too. So sometimes I'll get tweets directed towards <laughs> him. That's pretty good. They're just like, mm, "You are like, you are tall, dark, and handsome, baby."
1: <laughs> Mike, do you get uh, tweets for other Mike Adamses?
0: There is um the the other, the only Mike Ad- There are many Mike Adamses. <laughs> the only one that's more famous than me is uh the only one yeah is um an anti-vaccine conspiracy theorist hate monger uh but so oh far no one's confused us
2: <laughs> there's enough. i've also got a there's a brett davis that writes novels and i've i've never read them i've only seen the covers but it's always like a cowboy out running a spaceship while riding on a dinosaur i
3: love
1: this.
2: whoa yeah
1: I was at Menards today. You guys have Menards out there, Brett. You're familiar with Menards.
2: I'm, I'm familiar with it. We don't have them out here, though. It's like a
1: like a Home Depot, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, they have their warehouse? they have their their uh, Christmas uh, scenes out now. The little motorized little like with the trains and the little houses and the the um, you know I'm talking about the light up the little t- yeah, Christmas yeah. scenes. They're they're out of control this year. Too many or too big or what I didn't even understand what some of them were. Oh, they just didn't make One sense. One was like in the Game of Thrones font and it was a building, but it said gamer of it was either it was like gamer of thrones, or maybe thrones was a different word too. It was like a gaming store that was Game of Thrones theme, but then like this motorized scene. There were three different Taco Bells. Taco Bell? <laughs> Taco Bells. Like like the you know, where there would normally be like a gingerbread house. You know, all these little winter <laughs> church scenes. And There's a Doritos Locos there, house. Yes, there are three different uh, price points for these different sized Taco Bells: like sixty dollars, eighty dollars, oh eighty nine dollars.
2: Well, in their defense, you got the you got the Taco Bell. Yeah, you got the Pizza Hut Taco Bell <laughs> combo. Yeah, Maybe sure. throwing a KFC there, yeah. and then you've got the Taco Bell Cantina, which is oh, sweeping yeah. the nation.
0: We don't have those out here yet. Is that the high-end Taco Bell? They have beers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like the McDiner.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Which was oh, the McDiner uh, the thing? There yeah. was one. There was a prototype in Kokomo, Indiana, for the McDiner. Um, you, you ordered from
0: a telephone at your table, that was attached to the wow. table. Yeah.
1: And Mac tonight, the Moon, the Moon Man was was there playing the hits on the piano.
2: Oh my goodness! Yeah. I got it. it. It's closed. I think it
0: has closed. Yeah. I think. <sighs> But it was really really something.
1: Anyway, there was also a a space alien, a UFO, beaming up a cow. Uh And it's like motorized. So the cow is being lifted into this UFO, but he's tied by a rope by his poor ankles. And the farmer is trying to pull on him to keep him on Earth. And so the the motorization is just like back and forth of this poor cow going up into the alien spaceship, being pulled down by a rope by his owner. You that's that's, and that's the Christmas the Christmas scene that you buy for ninety dollars at Menards. <laughs> so I bought it.
0: Just kidding. I think I, it's interesting I feel like, that your uh, sympathies go to the cow and not to the farmer nor the aliens. Why is that?
2: <laughs> I gotta say I'm with them. On this, yeah, the
1: cow—the cow belongs free in the wild.
0: You don't know what the cow has done.
1: <laughs> what he's commit some space crimes or something? I don't know.
0: What if it's like a Men in Black situation where actually Vincent D'Onofrio is like living inside that cow? I've never seen it.
2: You know, I didn't consider that.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just saying you guys be- need to broaden your horizons a little I guess bit, so.
2: Brad, I feel on? like uh, Christmas has this bloat to it where that's like acceptable I think we need like a like a sort of a punk thing to happen in Christmas where it's like deconstructed we go right back to the basics
0: I like that
1: you ever saw you ever heard that song the basics of life Brett um no it's by the, the Christian vocal group for him it's the number four and then him
2: oh weird how I don't know that one <laughs> I <know. laughs> I have all their records yeah
0: <laughs> Brett, have you ever participated in a live nativity?
2: <laughs> um, I I not by choice. Actually, we did one on the special okay. where uh, Baron Trump was the baby <laughs> Jesus.
0: Very good. So Brett, and now uh, that just feels to me like what you're talking about, kind of. You know, stripping it down. Yeah. To the live nativity. Yeah. <laughs> the reason for the season. A bowl of chili. Was or that a,
1: a Stryper song? I think Stryper had a song, The Reason for the Season. Oh, I don't know. You know, Brett, you know Stryper, the Christian uh, 80s hev- yeah, metal band? Yeah, again, I have all their records. <laughs> it's great.
2: I just <laughs> don't re- recall that one.
1: Yeah. Brett, next hard-hitting question. Where are you from originally? The listeners want to know.
2: Originally, I'm from New Jersey.
0: All right. That explains the anger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Brett, how do you, uh, in talking about the special or the podcast for laundry, how do you explain to people what those things are? They're so character, uh, intensive and I don't want to break kayfabe at all, you know, so to speak.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard with the podcast for laundry because it's, um, that I had that problem when I was pitching the show originally that I, I have this idea and it's really just the launching pad for a lot of weird stuff, but I couldn't really explain all that. I just need to say like, it's a show about laundry. And if you tune in and give it a minute, uh, (laughs) you might figure out that it's a little more than just that. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I think you said, uh, we were talking about the podcast and then you said, speaking of prison, and <laughs> I think anyone that is not familiar with the show uh, probably thought maybe you had a stroker or something <laughs> um, but no prison is yeah. a part of it uh, I, I I play a version of myself but I go through many different iterations trying to find the best self uh, or sometimes I'm more of like an NPR um name dropper guy or sometimes right now I'm in a uh, sort sort of more a, a legion of skanks type um, <laughs> uh, you know true true like a free speech guy yeah it, it varies from week to week
1: well I've enjoyed the journey through the podcast for laundry I think everyone should check it out. Well, on thank you, you. On the podcast apps.
0: And it's only on the one podcast app? Is that right?
2: Actually, it's on all of the podcast oh, apps. Oh,
0: my gosh. Wow. That's that's yeah. good distribution. It's so easy.
2: I'd say, and don't quote me on this, uh-huh. but I think you can find it anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.
0: That's very cool that it could be right next to my favorite
2: ones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Brett, what are, what are your favorite podcasts beside your own these days?
2: Oh, well, you know, I'm a, a big Best Show fan. Sure. Uh, that's, that's been happening. I've uh, <laughs> been a big fan since high school. Since, uh, uh, since
1: the Clinton administration.
2: Well, yeah. I, I, I honestly wasn't listening then, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I've been a big fan of that. What else do I like? Uh, I'm part of the Forever Dog Podcast Network. There's a, a bunch of great shows there. Gosh. Um, it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like every comedian has a podcast. Yeah. So I'm just kind even, of struggling even to... Even
1: people who aren't comedians oh, have podcasts. Yeah, every
0: redneck in Bloomington has a podcast that's how like
1: we, us. That's how we find out what's going on with each other here in Bloomington. Everyone in, in town has their own podcast. And so yeah. we just... We just crank it, crank up the podcast, and see what's going on this week.
2: You know, we don't write letters anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Exactly. This is actually easier.
0: <laughs> on the one hand,
2: <laughs> that, uh, that yeah. Actually... Also, the big secret is, even though I'm on a bunch of podcasts, I don't really listen to a bunch of podcasts. I don't
0: either myself. Jared, I like or... listen
2: to like Dave Meltzer. <laughs>
0: Jared listens <laughs> to, to a lot of like podcasts <laughs> on like double time.
1: I listen on one. Oh, a, okay. I,
0: listen, I listen on one and a half time. Oh, okay. Not double time. That's crazy. That would be nuts. Yeah. Brett, let me ask you this: uh, the special was a weekly program. <laughs> uh, does the podcast for laundry is that weekly as well? It is. Weekly. Yes. Uh, what um, kind of what kind of preparation do you need to do for shows like that? You have a lot of great guests on both of those shows. Uh, it seems to me like you could spend all your time booking and uh, preparing. And then is there ever a moment for you to like sit and think about what you're doing and like get to plan the fun stuff? How does that work for you?
2: Yeah. I mean the, uh, the podcast is pretty easy. I'll spend maybe like two, three hours tops a week, like booking and writing it because it is mostly conversational and, I kind of know where I want to start and end with a lot of them. Um, Other times, I'm just like, you know, this person's funny. I kind of want to see where they would take this ongoing story, like in their, you know, 45 minutes of uh, being a guest on the show. Um, Whereas the special took entirely my whole week. I would lose sleep working on it. I spent all my money on it. I would... Uh, th- there was a lot of time planning the fun stuff um, which for me was I think you can see there are more self-indulgent episodes where I'm like you know uh, just recreating something that's so niche that no one is asking for. <laughs> um, I-, I made a whole like group of 30 dancers learn the choreography to a song from Spider-Man Turn off the Dark <laughs> Great and then spent like a couple hundred dollars like putting together a costume to make me the Green Goblin uh, that was really fun yeah, yeah, and that was, self-indulgent that was
1: classic episode
2: yeah so you know there's stuff like that but yeah it was a total time suck and you know I, I really enjoyed doing it but I ended it earlier this year because it was uh having a detrimental effect on my life.
0: That's one. That's actually what I wanted to ask you next was like, what went into the decision to pull the plug on the show and over the, uh, you know, over the course of what what was it? One hundred and seventy some episodes. Do you, wh- where do you feel like it went? Where do you feel like it you got to with the show? Did you get what you wanted out of it?
2: Yeah. I, you know, I think I did. I think I wanted the show to be uh, a thing to get, keep me writing a uh, thing to be a vehicle for my comedy and the comedy of my favorite comedians and I wanted to have an excuse to collaborate with these people too uh, I think every week more or less uh, whether it was just me and my co-writer Darren Maybe or you know the, you know uh, there, there was always some collaboration going on um, often with talent and definitely with just the people that help produce the show every week
1: And it's a a, a good space for people to, you know, uh, work on their craft. And now there's a lot of people, you know, if you look back, who are on big time shows like uh, the cast of Los Espuques or uh, all these other, uh, you know, people who came, you know, out of your show. Um, It was a cool spot for them to, you know, try out new things. And uh, it's neat to see where people have gone from there.
2: Yeah. I mean, so many of these people are now on SNL as like writers and uh, you know to just different shows uh, it's it's cool I always said that and I said this when we started the show and everyone was just kind of uh, you know a, a peer hanging out without a big TV show contractor or anything but I was like the the legacy of the show will be its IMDB page and if people aren't watching now eventually someday someone's gonna look and say like oh this Weird Public Access show had all of these people on it. Um, And, you know, I I stand by even, like, the early weeks of the show. You, You look and it's like a murderer's row of like great talent and people I have been a fan of for years. And it's really cool to see people now crossing over and, you know, being on the subway in New York and seeing, like, a poster for Losa Spookies with, you know, my friends on it is surreal so it's it's very cool
0: yeah I, I i had the pleasure of being on the show uh once
2: you got on los spookies no on your show <laughs> Weird, because i wasn't i didn't get booked on it. i figured there's they keep a lot asking of, uh, me but I, I don't speak spanish
0: no. and i just wouldn't be comfortable like pretending in that way you know acting I, i'm not comfortable acting um, see, that was
2: my argument, is that I yeah. could pretend to speak Spanish.
0: <laughs> you could act like someone who knew how to speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's pretty good. Uh, no, I had the distinct pleasure of being on your show. Wait, yes. what? Yeah, that's right. That's uh, Indeed, that's correct. Uh, and I, I, I work in Bloomington here. I work at a public access TV station. Uh, it was a lot of fun for me to get to see your show coming together and the number of people working hard to make it happen and be fun and be funny uh just because everyone wanted to make something i i was really inspired by that uh yeah
2: and i mean that i'm uh, preaching to the choir though i know you you guys have your own uh show which I, i remember seeing and being like oh this is cool and like uh just just taking notes from it like oh yeah they put up like garland that's nicer than like a bare wall <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should do that <laughs> never bought the garland though
0: yeah well we
1: spare no we, expense we have, we have totes full of it <laughs> if you want to borrow it sometime
2: <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see yeah what's uh if i ever want to do a special edition and a two, special 2.0 oh yeah,
0: yeah. that yeah. sounds great hey brett davis
2: yes
1: One of your current projects you're working on at the moment is the relaunch, I guess you call it a relaunch, right, of the National Lampoon Radio Hour, correct?
2: Yes, that's right.
1: That is coming as a podcast. Can you tell us all about it? Yeah.
2: So um, in the 70s, there was uh, the National Lampoon Radio Hour, which is a spinoff of the magazine, uh, which birthed, you know, a million movies and properties and stuff and uh, the Radio Hour uh, the first cast of it was essentially the first cast of Saturday Night Live Um, but you know two years prior Uh, and you know the the comedy was fine I don't know how much of it ages so well (laughs) uh, as a lot of comedy from the 70s but uh, they wanted to uh, relaunch it. It would National Lampoon had consistently been a brand, but had just kind of kept uh, heading south. Um, if you've heard any National Lampoon stuff in the past, like twenty years, or seen any of it, I think you just, know.
1: I just I just remember reading or seeing the names of the movies. It's so Dan so Wilder, them? like that one. Uh, Lounge Lizards is that one? <laughs> National. I think Lampoon's, that's one. Uh, yeah, I just remember seeing these uh, movie covers in the movie store, and being like, "I don't think that's for me."
2: <laughs> yeah, it was just sort of like a, a a thing they would stamp on. Like Van Wilder is the prestige of the past like two decades. Um, so they they got some new ownership, uh, people that um, are, you know, comedy fans genuinely and wanted to kind of. Bring back the name of National Lampoon, but not have it be just for like, you know, dumb white frat boys. Uh, so they've relaunched this as like the first step and who knows what, I can't speak to that, but uh, they got a lot of my favorite people and me, uh, which is my prerequisite for uh, making something good. uh
3: uh-huh. Of course
2: uh, So I need to be part of it or else I'll be so jealous. <laughs> sure. But they, missed the, they dodged that bullet, and uh, yeah, it's it's a great cast, uh, some of the funniest people in New York. Um, when
1: you say that, when that it's under new management, that makes sense to me now, like hearing you say, because it's like, the names on this are, you yeah, know. Who's
0: attached to this thing? I don't know.
2: We got we got uh, your Joe Firestone. Wonderful. We got your Cola Scola. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. We got your Lorelai Ramirez. Uh, Aaron Jackson, Alex English, Rachel Pegram uh, 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 Martin Urbano, um, Megan Stalter. Uh, oh. There's always one I'll forget. Um,
0: These are some of my favorites uh, here.
2: Yeah, it's it's a real uh, real great group of people, all with really strong voices. Maeve Higgins. How can I forget Maeve Higgins? Um, and, yeah, you it's know, just... Uh, just
0: so you know, Brett, none of them are going to hear this. You don't need to worry about hitting all the, the whole list. You
2: know, maybe. but the, 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 so the dog-eared <laughs> listener uh, will tweet at me. <laughs>
0: That's true. Or maybe they'll tweet at the underwear guy, and he'll just be very confused.
2: That's true. I wonder how, how often... Because me getting stuff for him is way less confusing than him getting stuff for me. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> As I've played a murderer on my podcast. (laughs) Uh,
1: So this, uh, when can people hear this new National Lampoon's Radio Hour?
2: Well, uh, it's it's debuting um, mid-December. I don't remember the name, but you can sign up and subscribe to that podcast and hear a little like quick preview, which I think doesn't even do justice to what it is. I think it's a really Funny thing with you know some of the strongest voices, and they were like, "Hey, come on in and write your favorite thing."
0: Is it more like sketch based or is it uh, surreal or what? What kind of thing are we talking about here?
2: It's it's pretty uh, both. Um, you know, a lot of the writers, if you know Cole or Lorelai or yeah. even Joe, like they're all people that really like. Uh, darker themes or weirder themes so, or... So
1: more like a Prairie Home Companion.
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty much a Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> uh, we've crafted a small imaginary town uh, full of eccentric <laughs> people and uh, yeah, it's it's just a nice break from this world that uh, yeah. can sometimes bring you down.
1: Yeah, I love it. Like, if you, I think if you're listening now, they, there's an Instagram page you can follow. Great. I would follow yeah. that and you can be notified whenever it's on your 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 telephone
2: yeah or or just download it i I can't speak to the instagram page i don't know what they're gonna put up there
1: (laughs) it's true hey uh i watched the other day um that netflix netflix movie about national lampoon oh yeah yes how is that uh what are your thoughts on that movie is that pretty uh it's pretty much how it was brett now that you're (laughs) that you're involved yeah
2: uh, we, we get in there and we just smoke a bunch of weed yeah. and do a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I, I don't know. I, no. I remember not liking that movie, but uh-huh. it was because I saw it at my brother's house around Christmas last year some other holiday. And he had like sm- the motion smoothing on the TV, oh, so yeah. it made it look really weird. Uh-huh. But he's got like a real good high-def TV, so I was just seeing like a very... Uh, Like close-ups of Will Forte's uh, Aged face Pretending to be a college student Have you seen Uh, this movie,
0: Mike?
1: Yeah, I've seen it
2: And it it looked like a telenovela
0: Totally, yeah
1: I I hadn't seen it until I saw Something about your show And so I was like, I am going to watch this movie And then uh, And then I saw something about, you know On Instagram But hey, the shows, you know, come back So I, uh I just picture this being like the continuation of that after Martin Mull dies <laughs> <laughs> and nothing, yeah. and nothing having and, ha- and nothing um, as if nothing has happened since then just picking the, it up right all there. the Van Wilder stuff no. it's just uh, picking back up there but with but with uh, comedy that won't be uh, you know cringed when you look back upon it 50 years from now because I f- feel like you guys aren't gonna uh, I don't know, man. Do I feel that, like this uh, cancel
0: culture, this PC oh culture gosh, is really Mike, <laughs> uh, here. We go again.
2: I will say the last National Lampoon release was an album called. Are there any triggers here tonight?
0: Oh no! Whoa. With
2: like a thing like this isn't a safe space. Yeah. Like thing. Is
0: that, is that so the old management?
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the old management.
0: Okay. Uh, now who are those guys? I should look up what they're doing. I oh think I, gosh. I'm just kidding about that. I don't care what their names are.
1: It's funny that something like National Lampoon can uh, be uh, bought as a brand.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it, it's a.
1: I mean, any uh, other things are too. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's,
2: it's not, cool. It's I, not
1: weird, but yeah,
2: I can say you know there, there's no. Uh, it's not like we're, we were walking in the halls of 8H uh, Rockefeller. Their yeah. center and like taking on this legacy. It's you know they were just like, hey, this was a cool thing, and uh, putting a cool name or putting a recognizable name on your cool thing will hopefully expose it to more eyes. Yeah. And that's really all it is. There, I mean, I think uh, it's a it's a new thing. It's not really beholden to any legacy, uh, which is cool. They were just like, let's make a new cool thing and. Yeah, I feel like I said cool thing a bunch, <laughs> we, and it didn't really do a great job but of
1: describing it. Uh, uh, those
0: are the things we like the most. We frankly, have a direct,
1: direct par- parallel happening right now in Bloomington. Mike, <laughs> Mike you know what I'm talking about.
0: I do, yeah. I'm familiar with this. where you're headed.
1: There was a restaurant called Yogi's that yes. clo- closed up shop, and these new restaurant developers came into town and made all these restaurants. Upstarts. Upstarts. And they were like, oh, people liked this restaurant called Yogi's. We'll buy the name Yogi's and bring back Yogi's. And so Yogi's just opened back up last month, but it's totally different new people. They just bought the name and we'll see how they take the legacy. Hopefully it's funny. Hopefully it's funny and not offensive.
2: Yeah. Um, No relation to the bear, Uh, I'm guessing. That's right.
1: No, but there is a bear's place in town and a mother bear's in town. Uh, I don't think they're related to each other.
2: That's, that's some Indiana stuff. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're really Indiana-centric podcast, but you know, hey, have you ever been to Bloomington, Brett? I've asked you this before. You know, probably. I don't think
2: I haven't. Yeah. However, I'm. It's it's on a list of. I'm I'm hoping to do a tour. Oh yeah, man. Uh, later this year, and so far I have two, two uh, locations: Missoula and uh, Minneapolis. So.
1: Oh, you got to come through you know, Bloomington.
2: We'll see how we'll see wh- where the the, the cards fall. <laughs> yeah,
0: down. which direction you take
1: what, to get uh, to those places? What 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 is which uh, uh, persona or iteration of Brett Davis would this tour be? Or can you say?
2: Well, I am, uh, I've been told by my management that uh, all of my iterations are a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh,
2: this will be a Brett Davis branded tour.
1: Great. All right.
2: Well, so dude, if, yeah. if you I want mean, a general idea of who I am, and you happen to be listening to this from Missoula, Montana, then uh, come on out. Otherwise, um, check out me on the internet. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this would be a good way to find out if we have any listeners. If you're listening right now and you would like to see Brett Davis perform in Bloomington on his way to Missoula, uh-huh. send
0: us a tweet. tell someone. <laughs> tell someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tweet Let enough. If, if enough people tweet it at the Underwear Guy. He'll get fed up enough that he'll yeah. eventually alert Brett.
2: Yeah, just tweet at both of us just yeah. to be safe. <laughs> and maybe we'll do like a, a night of Brett Davis's, and we finally meet. <laughs> I love that. Bloomington's kind of in the middle, right?
0: It's in the it's in, in the middle of uh, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a comedy a comedy scene. Oh, there's a great comedy scene here.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's always been a place. Uh, mainly from your descriptions of it. Uh that I've wanted to check out. Well, for what
0: it's worth, as you're, as you're planning your route, feel free to contact us. We'd love to help make something. Yeah. happen if we can.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, here? this is my first, uh, I mean, I've booked tours before, but this is like a, uh, I'm not just going to the well of people I know already that happen yeah. to be in specific cities. So, uh, it's, it's, it's new for me trying to do it where I don't lose five thousand dollars (laughs)
0: doing right yeah where is missoula montana really yeah
1: wow i was not what i was expecting (laughs) i was expecting missouri maybe just because it sounds like missoula oh missoula missouri they do kind of sound the same montana
2: wow yeah it's it's tough uh (laughs) i i was like okay minneapolis missoula that's probably close no <laughs> no, not at no, all. no 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 <laughs> what's in the middle nothing yeah
0: i don't generally go west of the mississippi when i'm on tour yeah for legal reasons yeah i'm not allowed <laughs> <but>. <laughs> i'm on a list that yeah well yeah. On, let's say on halloween i saw some pretty good flicks that's oh, all i can tell gosh. you gosh
2: oh geez uh
0: what is that weird
2: what you, wait,
1: wait what are you talking about mike
2: yeah, I thought I thought you were making some sort of joke, and I was just kind of yes ending it. Are you talking hoping about hoping for more?
1: Are you talking about what uh, the police department makes people do on Halloween here?
0: Oh God, no! I just like movies, and I' am not allowed to go west of the Mississippi.
1: Uh, hey, Brett. Unrelated to that, uh, every Halloween the local police department here requires all of the sex offenders to be rounded up on Halloween. Oh God. Mm-hmm. And they they make them watch a movie. Uh, like what kind of movie well the, one, the it was brought to my attention like I want to say six years ago maybe because there was a newspaper article about it and it said uh, this Halloween all registered sex offenders will be required to appear at the Bloomington Police Department uh, during trick-or-treating hours and then the last sentence of the article it was they will be shown the movie The Bucket List
3: <laughs>
1: oh yeah
2: that's actually pretty nice yeah and, and I, you know sidesteps it, any uh it'd be weird if it was like the little rascal right, right. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's a new movie every year i forget what it was this year it was uh not as crazy as you did
0: you didn't like it this year <laughs> come on <laughs> uh
2: one of the episodes of the special was uh the bucket list 2 <laughs> turns out they didn't die and they have a little more time <laughs> oh that's good uh
1: <laughs> hey brett
2: I'm with you Thanks a
1: lot for talking to us today uh, I think I've kept you longer than I said we would Sorry about that
2: No, well, this has been a delightful been nice uh, thing um, yeah.
1: What else you got going on today in the big city?
2: Well, I do a voice on a, a show called Our Cartoon President So I'm oh. going to go off and record some uh, pickups for that
1: I, did, cool. I didn't I did know you did that
2: Yeah, it's cool I get to work in the Ed Sullivan Theater Wow, we. Um, uh, in in a room that I've been told David Letterman used for his dalliances.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. He's repentant though at this point. Uh, you know, you know an only
1: only only God knows what's in the heart, Michael.
0: <laughs> Brett, you're
1: on social media. Where I'm not making to...
0: excuses for him. I'm just saying that's where we've gotten to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I'm not condoning it. <laughs> uh, Brett, you're on.
1: What's the best place? For someone to find your stuff brett Davis.RIP is your website still is that correct
2: yes that's right
1: and you can find links to the special the podcast for laundry all your stuff there and
2: everything uh, everything uh, i rebranded everything's under brett davis rip in some iteration
1: you mean like twitter instagram and such
2: yeah great yeah so all right uh, I, and i'm ready if i die tomorrow um, they will become Legacy Profiles. Great. very good. Well, so, we
1: hope yeah. you live forever. But for now, we'll say goodbye. And everyone, look forward. Where we, I look, I'm look. looking forward to the National Lampoon Radio Hour. I'm on these, the edge of my seat. All these stars. I'm ready to yeah, laugh. Yeah, you should. America's great. ready to laugh again. All right. Thanks, Brett. Uh, we hope to talk to you <laughs> I soon. I actually
2: asked Rudy if it was okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for checking in on that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Take Thanks, care. Brett. Thanks,
0: Brett. Bye bye. Bye. Jared, we need to take a break. We'll be right back after this.
1: We're back, baby. Episode number 52 of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. That's right. Hour number two of episode 52, meaning it's hour 104, baby. Right? That's right. It's our 104th hour of (laughs) excitement. Well, don't put it that way. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Pure excitement. Pure audio excitement. Had a nice talk with Brett Davis. What a guy. Right before the break there. That was nice. Yeah. He's uh, consistently making cool stuff, and he's really consistent about it. (laughs) Which is why I said consistently. He's dedicated to making cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I've... I find him in, to be an inspiring individual. Uh, he, uh, When he was talking about uh, the special and not so much thinking about like the legacy of it, but just the way he was talking about putting, putting? good people together to do good things and that being the kind of whole idea mm-hmm. is very exciting to me. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. Looking back at the... IMDb page from that show. It's just a who's who of who's doing what. You know?
1: Yeah, it really is. Listener, you can check it out. IMDb.com. The special without <laughs> Brett Davis. I highly See recommend
0: checking out IMDb.
1: <laughs> are they sponsoring us?
0: They are now, baby.
1: Oh, dear. Hey, before we came back, well, I'm just going to tell you what songs we just heard. Thanks. I was wondering. We heard The Hex with So For Real. Followed by the Cocteau Twins with Treasure Hiding. After that, we heard Cairo Gang with She Don't Want You. Followed by that was... Or no, that was followed by... (laughs) (laughs) Curtis Mayfield with Love to Keep You in My Mind. Blaster the Rocket Man with King of the Beach. Thanksgiving theme by Vince Guaraldi.
0: Guaraldi. I'm learning to say that. Guaraldi. Where's that name come from? Is that Italian?
1: Mm, that's a good guess. Might be right. <laughs> 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 then we heard Dear Nora with white fur. Speaking of Thanksgiving themes, Mike.
0: Yeah. What are your big Thanksgiving plans? Good question. I'm going to go and uh, hang out with my family.
1: You know, some people listening to this might have already experienced Thanksgiving by
0: then. That's true. Anyway. But shouldn't we always just be thankful in our hearts?
1: Exactly. Let's assume you have not experience Thanksgiving 2019 yet. Mike, what are your
0: Thanksgiving plans? I'm going to go home and visit my family. Going to, over to my grandparents' house. Uh, my granddad said, hey, do you have a flat, an old flat top? Which <laughs> is a hillbilly for guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, I've got one. He said, bring it up. I want to hear you and your cousin Frankie play some songs together. Oh. So I'm going to jam with cousin Frankie. Nice. I think I might... I was talking to Jess the other day. I might bring some uh, other instruments and stuff with me so the whole family can jump in. Oh yeah. And I think that sounds like a great time to me actually. I hope w- it works out that we the whole family just gets to jam together.
1: Would you like to borrow some acoustic guitars from me for the holidays?
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Why? Everybody up there's got what they need. I'm just going to take a couple things that one wouldn't normally be All around right. gotcha, so that it gotcha. would be like conducive hopefully. Like the theremin. Like your theremin. I'm going to take the theremin with me. <laughs> I'm going to take my slide whistle.
1: <laughs> oh, to see your granddad on a theremin. <laughs> I think he'd like it. He'd we, it.
0: my family's all real musical, but we never play the theremin. Play the theremin together, and I'd kind of like to see what a theremin army would look like. No, what were mm. we gonna say? For real? Just we don't. We've we've splintered in our musical sure. ambitions, and it'd be it'll be fun to uh, reconvene, get back to your roots,
1: like George Strait in the movie Pure Country. That's right. Did I say my about my experience going to see Pure Country.
0: I don't know. I probably have. Did you ride your lawnmower there? <laughs> no.
1: I was very excited, very excited about it. This was, I was in fourth, fifth grade, maybe. My grandmother took me. We walk in. People start making out on the screen in a bed. On the screen. Got it. Leading to other things. Anyway, we realized we'd accidentally walked into the R-rated movie, Consenting Adults. Really? Yeah, my grandma was like, I think we're in the wrong one. Let's uh, check that. out. And we were in
0: it. It was one theater over. Then oh we saw Pure goodness. Country. Wow. Did that yeah. uh, leave a lasting impression on you? I'm talking about it to this day, <laughs> so yeah. I guess so. Um, Last night, I was at work late, drove back to the headquarters uh, with my pal Justin, and as we pulled the car up to the library, we saw two people outside necking. Oh. Yeah, sucking face right there in the wow. street. Under the streetlight, it was quite romantic. Love is alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty cool. You don't see that often. People no. just sucking face right in the no. middle of the sidewalk. Normally, they're indoors. They were they were standing fully upright. Yeah. Embraced and uh, smooching. Heads tilted, like, really like a real good deep smooch. Was it
1: like performatively smooching, did or they not were just in the moment?
0: Did not seem to be. It seemed to be genuine. Unless they were very good actors, oh. which may be, but I bought it. Either way, I bought yeah. it. Yeah, Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that sounds fun. Let us know on the next episode how the family uh, musical jam went.
0: Yeah, I hope, it, I hope it goes well for one, and I hope it happens at all for another I'm thing.
1: picturing it being in black and white, and uh-huh. like the Dillards, <laughs> yeah. the Darling family on the end of the show. That's right. <laughs> Someone yeah. on a, blowing into a bottle, mm-hmm. a jug.
0: Yeah, a jug band. Yeah. I'll bring my washboard uh, for a percussion instrument. That wouldn't sound good. <laughs> Why I would you do that? that. Some Why would anybody do that? That's true.
1: Unless you're pretending to be an old-timey band. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Unless you're pretending to be a jug band. <laughs> like, there are better percussion instruments <laughs> these days. <laughs> Why would you still use that? Uh, Have you heard ever heard of a drum machine app?
0: I didn't want to get into it earlier on the show. Yeah? Just because I was feeling self-conscious. But I'll go ahead and crack into it right now since we're talking about music.
1: Well, it's it's later, too. It's it's like 2.30 in the morning, so anything goes. My inhibitions are lowered.
0: Yeah. Uh, when I was talking earlier about having a retail experience, I'm in the market for a new guitar. And I was guitar shopping earlier today. Just at a music store. It doesn't matter. They're all. It, they're not all the same, but say, the experience let's is often just the Let's just say,
1: for the sake of the show, we'll say you were at Sears.
0: I was at Sears trying to find a new guitar and the uh, there are good music stores and bad music stores the same as anything but the experience of going into a music shop is often the same for me, which is an overload an overstimulation both of interest and actual stimulation <laughs> happening uh, which is kind of what happened today I just need to go and I, I'm I'm no gearhead, right, so I kind of have to try stuff out and figure out what's going to work for me and suit my needs. But a guitar store is the worst place to try to figure out what guitar you want. (laughs) Other people are in there. Every guitar you grab off the wall, it's out of tune. You're trying to play it, and other people are in the room also trying to do that, and people are just jamming Mm. loud. One guy plugged one in an acoustic guitar, plugged it into an amplifier, and was overpowering everyone in the space. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I'm trying to make a decision here. Yeah. I'm semi-pro. Sure. You've been paid for gigs before. (laughs) Yeah. But I couldn't do it. I just had to leave in in a nervous, anxious huff. And at a loss. Like, how am I going to accomplish this? I need to accomplish this. Professionally, I need a new guitar to earn more money. And I can't even figure out how to do it. Awful, just so, awful. Sorry, Mike. I mean, you can go on the internet, you know. But sure, you got to hold the thing. You got to play it.
1: Yeah, you can't buy everything on the internet.
0: I don't trust reviews. I was reading reviews while I was in the store. I was reading product reviews. Every guitar, five stars, man. Every single one, four and a half, five stars. They're all great. That's just not true. <laughs> I need the one for my needs. Anyway, that's what I was dealing with. That's why I'm that's why I'm off my game a little bit today. I went to Menard's today. I bought a members only jacket at Menards. I was with you.
1: I didn't buy any I left in the Huff at Menard's too.
0: Because of all those Christmas things?
1: no oh why were you in a huff I was not in a huff oh I can't imagine you in a huff I can control my emotions sometimes Mike
0: (laughs) oh me too I just (laughs) let you have them yeah I'll unleash them on you
1: I was looking for a folding
0: no one at the guitar store knew I even had a
1: problem (laughs) (laughs) well good I was looking for a folding table
0: uh huh like a card table
1: yeah for card games oh you mean that that one we have here in the studio? there's one in the studio looking for a bigger one uh, and longer Hmm. Went like twice as long as that.
0: Oh, like a folding table.
1: Yes. Ah. A folding. Like a church
0: basement table. Yes,
1: with a handle that folds up.
0: Oh, not what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Though.
1: I want something that's like uh, that hard plastic whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a six footer I think is what yep. I need. That mm-hmm. folds up into a three by three or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Square. And carry it around. Set up.
0: Do your magic show. And do my magic show. <laughs> exactly. Three card um, Monty. Yeah. What do you need a table for?
1: Uh, you starting a massage business? I, I, there are a couple things around the holidays, events in which I am DJing, mm-hmm. playing my Christmas records. Yeah. My records, I mean, vinyl records on two different turntables, Yep, and I need room for two turntables, mixer in yeah. the middle.
0: You ever do a microphone? Like that Beck song? But I mean, I know that's the trope. But I mean, do you ever do that? Do you ever DJ oh, while, no. while you're DJing? MC while you're DJing?
1: One time at a wedding I did, yes. You should.
0: I think you'd be great at it. You could say what song it is. You could interrupt the music and tell a joke. It's, it's a great idea. I think it is. Okay, uh, I'll get a microphone. Thank you.
1: Um, So you're going up north for, north for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are you going to go to a Pizza King? I was explaining to someone this week about the... The split of the pizza king boys oh yeah and the different pizza king maps which jurisdiction yeah
0: a friend of mine told me yesterday actually she had been home recently she lives out east where we've been spending a lot of time with our guests lately sure she told me she ordered a pizza king while she was home didn't finish it froze it overnight and then put it in her purse and took it home with her to eat it back in Philadelphia Wow yeah should have worked out just fine. Took it on the airplane, everything.
1: I feel like I've left Pizza King in a in the winter time in a car
0: overnight because I knew it was going to be cold. I've left a Pizza King in the on the counter overnight. gotten up the next day and <laughs> eating it. Wow. Yeah. No fear. I have no fear. Or you know, standards.
1: So there was a WTIU story about Pizza King and how they split apart the yeah. two brothers. Not necessarily in a bad way. They just took
0: different parts of the state. They didn't get into it. Uh-huh. So I like to think it was in a bad way, but yeah. maybe not. But they didn't say either way, so it leaves the option that it could have been a real nasty split. So the the Pizza Kings and where we live now,
1: you and I, Mike,
0: Yeah, we're in the zone.
1: Are in the area where there's no rules. Yep. You buy the ingredients from the company. One, yeah. of, the, one of the Pizza King brothers. Pizza
0: we're in Kings. the yogi zone of Pizza Kings. Exactly. All you got to have is the name and then na- exactly. you can do whatever you want.
1: And sometimes that can turn out fine. Yep. But a lot of
0: times it doesn't. Nope. It's f- and, and I've never had a bad pizza king. I've had a bad one.
1: That's just, well.
0: Nashville, Indiana had a you know, bad one.
1: It was it was not great. Anyway the thing is with <laughs> the pizza kings in the northern part north, northeast part of the, the state northeast quarter run by Sir Pizza I believe. Is that right? I think so. Those, the quality is controlled through their quality control. The branding is controlled. And you always get a good pizza there.
0: Whatever tyrant is running that quarter is doing it right. They are. Best that's pizza. What, that's what left me. So you and I and our friend Dave, who's been on the show before, we've talked about this at length many times. <laughs> uh, about the breakdown. It's nice to have an official map to look at now. Because we never knew that. That's new information. Yes. But we've talked a lot about, oh, the good ones versus the bad ones. Where are the good ones? We seem to know kind of generally where the good I mean, ones are.
1: The, each of them have their own website, and you could make your own map at any time. Yeah. But now they made it for us. We should try to get someone from the Good Pizza King headquarters yeah. on our show.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say is uh, I, I'm a little hesitant to scratch at that. I want to know, and I do want to scratch at it. Yeah. But what if we find out, what if you found out that the good pizza, that the bad ones, yeah, the laissez-faire bad ones uh-huh. are run by this egalitarian, just sort of like, we're just trying to be good guys. Sure. And then what if we find out, oh, all the good ones where it's done right mm-hmm. is run by some tyrant, a-hole. Yeah. You know? I mean. Are you willing to find that out?
1: That's a good point.
0: I'm willing to find it out, but it, w- it would be a bummer. But it could also just be, no, it, another possibility is the laissez-faire, the big zone, is like, we're just trying to make as much money as we yeah. can. Anything goes. Who cares? No one. Who no cares quality if someone gets
1: a bad, Who cares if Mike Adams gets a bad pizza yeah, at the exactly. Nashville location? But
0: then the other one could be, hey, we're keeping it small and tight and doing it right. Maybe. I hope for that. Yeah. Anyways,
1: we'll I'll work on booking a guest from Pizza King. Oh,
0: that sounds great. Let's get the the dish, the inside the wanna, dirt, the pizza. Do you dirt. wanna
1: do you wanna hear something? I just realized I <laughs> have this on my phone. I love hearing things. Oh Mike. I didn't think about this until just now. What do you got? Hold hold on. <laughs> I will find it. I'm for waiting. You. Patiently. <laughs> Let's just listen to this music in the you know, this bed music. In the meantime while I find it. Found it. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Um, I took a voice memo when I was at Pizza King. Oh, my gosh. On Christmas Eve, 2018. Wow. Now, this is one of the good ones. Uh-huh. It's uh, in the Yorktown area. I'm not going to say which one specifically.
0: What's Yorktown? Near Muncie. Oh, okay.
1: Um, Christmas Eve at Pizza King. And we've had Pizza King pizza for Christmas Eve. Ever since I was born. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, I'm 25, so 25 years (laughs) of Pizza Kings. And um, I've been the one to pick them up from the Pizza King the last two years. Ever since
0: you could drive a couple years ago.
1: Yeah. And so every year it's packed in there. Yeah. Behind the, the counter, you can see everybody working. It's a big open area. And there are... Dozens of people back there Just working Like little Like little Christmas elves Elves As hard as they can uh, And there's a lot of people wa- Waiting Mostly patiently In the lobby For their pizza People are eating inside But it's Christmas Eve A lot of people are Getting it to go Yeah Take them with their family To eat by the fire And so I was waiting I was there Maybe a little early Because I just wanted to Get out of the house early Maybe Sure You know See what was going on In the pizza game Uh huh so yes, yes, I had plenty yes, of time. Would. I was like, I'm going to take a, a voice memo of this, and maybe someone would like to hear it. Maybe specific, specifically only you. Maybe specifically
0: millions of listeners would But like to hear while it.
1: we're here, we're on the air.
0: You're not plugged in, by the way. You're going to have a repeat of uh, what happened with your phone call if you uh, aren't careful. So yeah, there you go. Make the switch. Now you should be in good shape. All right. Here is a field recording from the Pizza King
1: on Christmas Eve. 2018.
3: I'm gonna do that.
0: Well, that sounds like a great place to be.
1: So that's what it sounded like in there. Wow. Christmas Eve, 2018.
0: That was nice. What do you got?
1: Uh, Can you tell our intern engineer to take the bed music all the way down to the, the, (sighs) the, the, the floor? And now crank it all the way up to where it was. Perfect. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Smooth <laughs> operator. I think our engineer, Brayden. Oh. Now that's a name.
1: Hey. The, yeah? Did you hear me on the end there, that field recording?
0: Yeah, did you get a sticker?
1: I got some stickers. Great. Do you want one?
0: I think you gave me one. I have one on my, uh, some of my cases that I take on tour.
1: Did you hear how nice everyone was there, even though it's
0: busy? You could... Feel the Christmas spirit oozing Real out good. of that recording. Are you, you know, are you glad the holidays have arrived? Yeah, I love this time of year.
1: I do too. I do too. Yeah, I like. I like it being a little colder.
0: Yep. Um, I don't like the grayness as much as I used to. Used really? to Yeah. I, when I had more time to like sort of soak in it and let it fuel me to be creative or just sort of wallow a little bit more in it, I really liked it. Uh, but now that I have more stuff that I have to be on top of all the time, sure, that I don't like as much. You need that vitamin D to keep you... I bought some vitamin D that oh, I've really? been taking every day Wow! Uh, in order to combat the seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. But of everything else about this time, even the gray, I do like it. Uh, and I, it's it's uh, nostalgic for me in that way because it used to be a real source of feelings for me. Anymore, it drains them out of me.
1: Wow. Anyway, yeah, I am I'm glad it's, it's holiday what time. What are your
0: uh, Thanksgiving plans?
1: Well, we'll go up to Fairmount, Indiana, home of James Dean. And we'll Garfield. Uh, will go up to Muncie, Indiana, home of Garfield's creator, was born in Fairmount, as a studio in Muncie, basically. Garfield was born in Muncie. At a restaurant in Muncie called Foxfire's, R.I.P. So I'm going to both of those towns for Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, which, what should I make? What kind of dish should I prepare?
0: Sweet potatoes, man. Yams. Potatoes. Make the yams.
1: I've never done that.
0: Put some marshmallows on them?
1: I don't like marshmallows on the sweet potatoes myself. Hmm. Maybe I'll make some, like, how do you make green beans in a in a, in a a fancy way? You just
0: open the can.
1: That's what I'm you saying. You get a
0: nice bowl that has, like, a decorative rim. Oh, okay. Dump the beans in, toss them in the microwave for about two and a half minutes. You're good to go.
1: I would like for there to be a lot of green beans because I like green beans. <laughs> but it's like, how can you make them in a way that's like, oh, this guy just, just threw green beans in a can?
0: Dude, the green bean casserole with the cream and mushroom soup is where it's at. I guess so. With like those I onion straws? Like, uh,
1: it's yeah. okay. No, it's good. I feel like there's something else. I'm. I'll look up some recipes.
0: You want Szechuan green beans? Oh, maybe. Yeah.
1: Like from the Chinese buffet? That's correct. Like the kind in the in the silver silver pan. That's silver right. Pan. Mm-hmm. Silver pan? Silver pan? I was uh I wasn't making a.
0: I a, don't know. You don't <laughs> have
1: to just. You don't have to explain it. I, I was. I was doing what I I did a, I have a speech impediment I don't enunciate my words clearly so it sounded like I was like a three year old there for a second oh I see and it probably came out <laughs> as me making fun of the an accent the uh yes but you weren't you were making fun of a, ch- a children I was making fun of myself yeah <laughs> sounding like a child
0: mm-hmm. that that all adds up I got no problem I was trying to say
1: silver pan uh huh full of Szechuan green beans yeah. Maybe that's what I'll make for Thanksgiving dinner—a big, giant silver pan of green beans. I believe in
0: you. You know what I need to make this year that I did not make last year. I can't believe it. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. A bunch of eggnog. Uh. I did not make any eggnog last year, and that's something that's a that's a routine that I like to do around this time. What of I like
1: year. It about your eggnog is it looks like it looks dangerous to me. Why? It's like it's in this it's in this reused jug. <laughs> That you've like sc- scrawled in Sharpie on the side, eggnog, like one of the letters <laughs> is like backwards, <laughs> and it's like t- you're like take a swig of this. You're like, all right, Mike's my- like moonshine. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Eggnog.
1: Yeah, it'll fit in, in your family uh, jam it, session it with looks the, dangerous, the darlings. Huh? Yeah. All right. Like it's you know like the FDA doesn't want me to <laughs> drink this
0: <laughs> Thingy mixed up. <laughs> well, they're running a racket. The FDA can't be trusted.
1: I just saw that the dollar store got busted by the FDA for selling things that are, selling drugs that might not be good for you.
0: Dude, for the first time ever, when I was on tour, most recently, I forget where I was, some gas station. I wanted to get a candy bar. So I grabbed, there was a particular one, I grabbed it, grabbed one right off the top, took it up to the counter. She went to scan it, and she goes, Oh, sorry, this one's expired. And I said, Oh, oh. I said, Those dates are meaningless. I said, Time is a construct of... Yeah. I said, I couldn't care less. That's no problem. She goes, actually, I'm not allowed to sell it to you if it's expired. And I said, really? You're not allowed? This is just a gas station? Yeah, just some gas station, like a marathon. And she was like, yeah, sorry, I'm not allowed. And I was like, whoa, really? Okay. She goes, let's go check the box. She goes back, sorry, the whole box is expired and takes it off the shelf. She's like, I can't sell these. And you were like, okay, I won't be in the dumpster in 10 minutes. Wink, wink. I should have. Instead, I was like, all right, I'll take some other... Inferior candy bar. What were you trying to buy? You don't. Know it's one I've been into lately. It's the uh, what's it called? What call it? No, I ended up getting a what call it uh. instead. I it was. It's the Hershey's Gold. Oh uh, uh, sure. Is that what it's called? Hershey's Gold. It's with like pretzels and, uh, and c- caramel. Caramel. It's really good. Hmm. But she wouldn't sell them to me because they're expired. I prefer the toffee. Like a Heath
1: bar, a Score. Oh, those are Cameron. great.
0: I'm, you know, I like all manner of candy bar. Sure, except for the coconut one. I don't like the
1: coconut-based candy
0: bars. Bring them like on, and i enjoy. Bring them on. I really, I like those. Hey. I like a, I like a Zagnut nut quite a bit. Do you like macadamia nuts? Oh, sure. Who doesn't? A delicacy. You remember our our April
1: show? April show. Our show from April when. I called in from Hawaii.
0: Oh, I do remember that. I, uh, you have such a memory for the things that we do. I'm glad you do, because I don't remember. Like Listen, I said, listeners earlier, listeners will know what we're talking once about. Once we, once I turn around, I forget what I was just facing a moment ago. That's just the way I live my life. Well, you know how you get
1: things from the store when you're in Hawaii. Throw, I don't throw them in your suitcase.
0: I don't do well at stores.
1: And oh, that's right. <laughs> you would never have found these things. <laughs> I would not have. Well. I just recently realized that I had purchased these, thrown them in the suitcase, put them in the kitchen cabinet. Yes, these nuts right here. And uh, what's the expiration date on them? Never did anything with them. I think we should eat them on the air and see what we think of them. See if
0: we survive. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: They are imported from Hawaii. Wow. Imported from Hawaii. Is that an import? If it's
0: the same country that you're...
1: They're good until March of 2020.
0: Great. You want to crack them open?
1: Yeah. So these are, what's interesting about these is the flavor is Maui onion and garlic macadamias, but I bought them on the island of Kauai. Oh, wow. So they came from Maui. Here, I'll get the the microphone right on the package. Great. Thank you. We'll do a little uh, ASMR.
0: Yeah, great. Kind of a quiet package, <laughs> frankly. So here it is. Jared's just handed me a macadamia nut. Let's try it at the same time. See what we. Think. I'd say it's about the size of a, uh, uh, like a Lego guy's helmet. Or gal. All right, one, two,
1: three. Onion and garlic flavored macadamia nut. I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, I say pretty good.
1: Maybe not my first choice for flavor. Would but. not
0: be a snack I return to, but I'm I'm enjoying what's happening in my mouth. It's a little strong. Try another. Try another. All right, yeah, give me one more. I like them. The texture of a macadamia can't be beat. That's true. They are good. They're, um, the flavor dust seems pretty typical for like a snack food, you know?
1: Kind of reminds me of those little. Anyone in your family ever make those oyster crackers at the holiday with like ranch? Um, no, but that is what this is like. You know what I'm talking about? The ranch powder? No. Ranch dressing flavored powder. Do you know about these powder packets? No. That are like. You don't know about the grocery store. I keep forgetting. You don't know where things are I, in the grocery store.
0: I, it's not an exaggeration to say I don't know about the grocery Go store. Go down
1: the sauce aisle in your local grocery store.
0: I wouldn't even know where that is or where to begin to find it.
1: You'll see uh,
0: jars of sauces, but also these little
1: packs that are like this big.
0: So you're holding up about the size of like a 5x7 a envelope. Sure.
1: And it'll be different sauces. Or powders for mixing into a gravy, a sauce, whatever. Anyway, you get
0: the ranch packet is what I'm saying. So you can make ranch gravy? And
1: you take the ranch dust and you put it uh, on some like oyster crackers and you bake it. It tastes like that.
0: Boy, that sounds gross.
1: Last one. No, thanks.
0: I've had enough. I'm feeling pretty good on that.
1: Anyway. Yeah. This Christmas Eve, I'll try to get another field recording of the Pizza King if, if if viewers enjoyed that segment. I loved it. Viewers, if you enjoyed that segment, let us know
0: on social media. <laughs> what are our social media addresses?
1: Well, on Twitter, we're at Unspoken Requests, but it is spelled in a weird way.
0: I wondered why we weren't getting too many followers on there.
1: That's got to be the only reason. <laughs> um... Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. It's unspoken requests, but the word unspoken is just without the E at the end. No E in unspoken. So it's
0: hymnal style.
1: Yes. And then requests. And then we're on Instagram. And on Instagram, it's just the entire words unspoken requests. Jared. That's me, baby.
0: We're about out of time, bud. Well. How about a song to take us out? Love it. Great. What are you going to play? I'm going to play a song called Spanish Translation by the uh, great rock band Low. Sounds good. Here it comes. Thanks for tuning in to Unspoken Requests, episode number 52. See you on episode number 53.